All right, Kevin. Well, here we are again for another episode of How to Be a Texan. How are you doing today? <laughs> doing great. How are you? Oh, man, I'm so excited to be here. Andrew, how are you, sir? Yes. All right. All right. I know better than that. So you got your gallon of orange soda. Yes. Yes, I got some Big K Diet Orange Soda. This episode brought to you by Big K Diet Orange Soda. <laughs> Gooby gone? Oh, yeah. No. I don't think it's only made by them. I think it's the exact same substance, actually. <laughs> it tastes fine. I get it for 79 cents at Kroger. It's another two-liter bottle, so it's fine. The other, the actual was like $1.84. Man, you big-time savings. <laughs> I'm just saying. There you go. So, hey, today we're going to talk about um, the Houston-Dallas rivalry. What rivalry? Exactly. So, is there... Is Houston in Texas? Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a fantastic city. It's a mecca of, of growth and wonderful living opportunities. I've heard going to the uh, port there is amazing. It's almost like San Francisco. It's just beautiful. The water's clean. Uh, yeah. I, I've not heard that. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> I've not heard that at all, as a matter of fact. As you're looking at all these gigantic oil tankers go by. Well, you spend a lot of time in Houston, so I'm going to de- kind of defer to you on this one and kind of guide me through because I they've meant very little to me in my life, so yeah. I really have no idea what they do down there. Okay, so, so the way we're going to attack this is we're going to talk first about kind of Kevin and my perception of this Houston-Dallas rivalry, and then we're going to go into this article that was written by the Texas Monthly that was really good, and it kind of describes in detail some of the cities, really this, the top five cities in, in Texas, and, and the, the unique kind of dysfunctionality uh, that they all have amongst each other. And then, believe it or not, we've got some audio clips this week. Awesome. That's fun. So I did. Did you do some investigative reporting? (laughs) I did because you gave me this. Did you use the question that I gave you? You did. You gave me a question and you said, Kyle, ask exactly like this. And I did it. (laughs) And I I giggled a couple of times at it because it was so offensive. (laughs) Good. But we're going to get to hear that. And then I I, I interviewed a couple of buddies of mine in Houston and they gave me some of the lifelong Houstonites, Houstonians, sorry. Houstonians, um, and they gave me some of their per- opinions on why there's always this friction. So, uh, and then I have a really unique um, predictive model at the end that should be able to tell everybody exactly where to live to get maximum joy. I can't wait to drill into that. <laughs> I've, spent, I've spent two weeks on this. It's, a, it, it's not that great, but I've really, I've really thought about it. And so I'm going to challenge our listeners to help me out on my my predictive model for joy. All right. Very good. Okay. So the, the first I, I wanted to do, Kevin, is I don't care if you've spent time in Houston or not. Um, tell me your perception of why there's a rivalry between Dallas and Houston. Actually, I, I have spent time in Houston, and it's actually a phenomenal city. I mean, we like to kind of poke fun at it. Um, but it is great. I mean, there's lots of great food down there and, you know, lots of business opportunities down there. It's a cool city. I mean, yep. it's one of the largest cities in the U.S. and definitely a, um, it's a cool place. Right. So why is there a rivalry? Well, we're both Texas cities. Right. You know, Texans always push on each other, make fun of each other, laugh at each other, you know, break out into a fist fight every now and then. <laughs> Right, so it's you got two big Texas entities that are international cities. You know, right. both have international airports. Houston has a an actual port, mm-hmm. 
So I think it's just kind of that. It's just kind of a family, you know, let's get together and, you know, put each other in headlock and give each other a noogie and, you know, <laughs> we still love each other, right? Yeah. That's how I view it. Yeah, yeah. No, me, me too. And I, I think I've said it one time before that if you push Texans and, and if you push against Texans, then we band together. And we kind of fight strong together and protect our state because mm-hmm. we're we're kind of Texans first, right? But in the middle of our dysfunctional family, it's exactly like you mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. you know, kind of two brothers that just beat the crap out of each right. other, right? Yeah. I mean, do you think of Dallas as the younger brother or the older brother? Yeah, no. I kind of think of Dallas as the younger brother in a way. Really? Yeah. Kind of like you know, Houston's the older brother, then here comes the young cocky brother. Getting yeah. all the attention. Yeah. He's the popular one in high school. Yeah. I Older brother's like, ah, geez, this guy gets on my nerves. Yeah. No, That's I, how I view it. I think, I think you know, first I think of, of NASA and all these engineers down in Houston kind of with the pocket protectors and, you know, real <laughs> nerdy looking. And then you get these kind of young, preppy looking parachute pants wearing, you know, geeky whatever, Dallasites or... Parachute pants. Yeah. Yeah. They're all preppy. <laughs> I saw I kind of get the nerdy engineers. Are parachute and then the, pants back? It, well, not for me. I was kind of hoping I mean, for you, anybody. Well, <laughs> they're not back for anybody. Anyway, well, I get your point. Okay, so a little more uppity up here, a little snobby. Yes, yes, yeah. and that's and and you'll hear. I get that from my Houstonian friends that I mm-hmm. interviewed with your horrific question. <laughs> I I get a lot of that. That you know. We're Houston, we're Houston strong, and you Dallas people are a bunch of snobs. And yeah. Houston's a little more blue-collar, would yeah. you say? Well, in I pockets. mean, you got the refineries oh, yeah. and you yeah. know, the ports. and That's right. You right. know, it feels a little bit, uh, the best analogy that I could come up with for folks that aren't from around here, if you've been to California, you know, it's kind of a bit like Dallas might be a little bit like Los Angeles in a way, hmm. you know, kind of about money and plastic surgery yeah hollywood yeah and you know know. houston's a little more like oakland you know it's a little more blue collar oh yeah a little rough around the edges but still a cool city well when i fly in and out of hobby it is it's pretty rough there but then again there are plenty of pockets in dallas that are rough well that's true that's true you're right though i think there are pockets of the beautiful people Mm -hmm. in both of those that's true i've told you about the beautiful people that i see in dallas that Mm -hmm. are full Mm -hmm. length Fur coats and right. pointy-toed boots, and, <laughs> but they're they live in Houston too. Yeah, so yeah. I don't much care for that type of person. I mean, I do find myself apologizing a lot to non-Texans who come to Texas and spend time in Houston. I find myself as a Texan apologizing <laughs> for that, but it's so foul. But no, again, it's kind of like you know, I ask my, my that's my older I, brother down there, don't I it? Don't. You know, he's a little awkward. Oh, that's you know, terrible. Bowling China closet, but no. you know, we still love him down there. No, no, it's not, <laughs> it's not like your special ed brother. That's not I did it. Not say special. What's ed. the way he kind of made it out? That's did not, not it. Say special. No, ed. no. So this Texas Monthly article. It's it's pretty interesting. It uh, I'm, I'm not going to have a sponsorship moment here, but anyway, it's called Texas Cities: One Big Dysfunctional Family, and it talks about the four big cities. Oh, wait a minute, five. I'm sorry: Houston, Dallas, Fort Worth, San Antonio, and Austin. And so um, <clears throat> it really talks about San Antonio being the oldest sibling, and then it gets into Dallas and Houston are the warring fraternal twins. Which <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, that does sound right. And then you talk about uh, 
you know, the scrappy little sidekick Fort Worth. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's a little cowboy out there. Yeah, which is sad but true, but that's kind of how Fort Worth ranks in. And then you get, you know, they go nuts about Austin, about how cool it is. and Austin's the brother that became a hippie, and, yeah. you know, you still love him, but it's just a little odd. Yeah, yeah. So then, but then there's San Antonio is the most humble of all. I would. It think. is the most it's humble. Very quietly confident down there, and they should be because it's they kind of the be. cool place to go. It's yeah. the cool one of the coolest places in Texas to go. It's got all the history with the yeah. Alamo and whatever, and the Riverwalk and yeah. the tourist scene. We got all these military bases down there. Mm-hmm. We don't talk too much about San Antonio. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. It is cool. Anyway, but then we just beat the crap out of each other between Dallas and Houston. <laughs> the, and this article doesn't help at all because he says a little bit later down uh, uh, toward the end, uh, I'll just read this whole paragraph because it's funny. It says, finally, <clears throat> Dallas loves to remind Houston that Houston drinks Dallas's toilet water. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Really. Not only has Houston had to put up with Dallas denying its existence, but he has, as one professor put, been drinking Dallas's crap for decades. <laughs> Dallas is an even worse version of the big brother that doesn't lift the seat. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so bad. So, so what is that? We just flush all of our sewage into the it's is it, what river go down? Is it the, the Trinity? Trinity goes right. down to Houston. Yeah, yeah. we put all our dead bodies and send them all out to the sea. And Houston, send it down Houston's to Houston. It's like the filter. <laughs> it's like the liver of Texas. We wow. direct all the toxins in there. That's yeah. horrible. So <laughs> anyway, so uh, then I got uh, I got down there. Um, you know, the place I work, uh, or the corporate office is down there. So I went and spent a little time. A couple of guys that I spent uh, time with, Mike and Dan. Um, they, uh, they gave me their perception on this. So it's a little bit longer of a take, but, uh, let me, let me play this for us. Here's my interview. I've got my buddies, Mike and, and Dan here, and I'm trying to find out why Houston is so great and Dallas is so bad. <laughs> so what do you think about your perception of Dallas? You think they're a bunch of snobs and those cowboys and all that? Are we talking about their football team? Just whatever. <laughs> there's generally some friction between Dallas and Houston, right? There's, I there's will generally assess that Dallas is a bit uppity. See, right? A little uppity. high on themselves. Absolutely. Oh, those, those Dallas people are snobs. Well, yeah. But here's what I'd say about that is people in Houston have a great sense of reality, and when we sense that, it could be true. Oh, I think this is all historical. I think it's all the football wins that they had while we had the Oilers and they were horrible. And I and every kid had the had had somebody who lived on their street who you're all supposed to be an Oiler fan, but that guy jumped ship and was a Dallas fan. He wore a Stallback jersey yes. versus an Earl jersey. So we're always mad at that kid. And the fact <laughs> the fact that they had that very successful great TV show and oh. Dallas represented Texas when. People in Houston felt like Houston should have represented Forgot. Texas. Well, but if you're Dallas. my generation, those between the being, Dallas Cowboys being so good and that Dallas TV program, yeah, that's so, why we don't like so Dallas. So all I just heard you say is that we're jealous. Yeah. Oh, very, very insecure and jealous. Uh, yes, absolutely. Now they're not as good as they think, and they are uppity for for unwarranted reasons. But our insecurities are, are apparent. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I will say this. We don't have a winning football team. 
Well, and I don't know that we do they right I don't know the challenge. But I don't know. But we have no rings, nothing to show. Oh, but we smoked them in baseball. Is that, is that still yeah, considered a sport? Bill Stroh's. It's, it's, it's still it's a, it's a sport now. I mean, right. at least after last year, it's a real sport. Right. Yeah, now we want it to count. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's an interesting question because there is no doubt a, a, a bit of rivalry between yeah. cities. And Dallas has been painted, and I think maybe because of the show Dallas, as this fluffed up, uh, not accurate version of what Texas is. That was a rich, kind of wealthy, problematic family in many ways, mm-hmm. versus uh, kind of this southeast Texas feel of oil-filled workers and such, and the west Texas feel of ranchers and all. That, mm-hmm. Dallas didn't represent that. Hmm. Houston, Dallas is where the rich men pull the oil out of the ground. Houston is where the blue collar workers with their name on their shirt actually work in the plants to process it. So you got the, that, that's the perception. Yeah. The, the rancher, the, the oil man yeah, the high versus, versus the, the, uh, the, the blue collar guy who works in the, in the plant. No, I think that's, I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. All right. Okay, guys. Thanks for your, but it's not personal. Right? <laughs> it is to me. I'm a Dallas guy. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Yeah, so I I like the answers. I, I, I like the acknowledgement of the insecurity. Right. <clears throat> I like the sports analogies there. That's pretty obvious. The one thing that they should have said about the football teams is that at least when it came to coaches, they had Bum Phillips, and we ended up with Wade Phillips. Bum, oh, was, yeah. Bum was much, much better than Wade. Yeah. You got to admit that. Yeah, but you go back. I mean, you think about the Cowboys. They're seen as America's team. Of course. And they have been ever yeah. since Roger Staubach and that team won all those Super Bowls back in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and the you know the eyes of Texas were upon them. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got all of Mexico. You go anywhere in Arizona, we've got fans in – Florida. I mean, we got yeah. you know, up in New York. We got yeah. so many cowboy fans up there, and so yeah, there's that natural. And yeah, they're not any good today. Uh, oh no, they're not. They just have it's marketing. It's that's right. brand. It's they have a strong brand. That's right. Yeah. But then that show Dallas with Jr. and Sue Ellen and all that back in the day, it was powerful. It just showed this lifestyle that people wanted mm-hmm. to be these oil barons and have all this drama amongst all these beautiful men and women and yep you know it just showed power people ask me about that to this day oh, people yeah. from all over the world that i work with right people in the, whether it's in the uk europe yeah. that's right what's Japan. the name of, what's the name of that house they live in or yeah the, south fork south yeah. fork yes. people ask me about that all the you time you go up to south fork all the time i've never been there in my life i've driven <laughs> by it once i'm I've like oh there it is either. i've yeah. never been there either but it's a anyway mike nailed it um with his perception of you know, the oil baron lives in Dallas, and, uh-huh. and the guy and the working the field with his name on his shirt. Yeah. I thought that was perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. So, yeah. So, all right. Well, um, then then Kevin sent me off on a very evil journey. I did not. You did. You I did. have no idea what you're talking about. It, it was kind of funny. Um, and so <laughs> Kevin gave me a question to ask. And so I was down there at our, our offices uh, for the company I work for, and I went to lunch with some folks, and uh, and so I'm talking lifelong Houston Houstonians, <laughs> very proud. And they so, should be. It's a great place. And so there were a couple of them. Uh, it's a that, great place, but I just have one question about it. 
which I think you're getting to. <laughs> okay, so here we go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play this from uh, my friend Daniel down there, who's a very very smart uh, man. So here we go. Let me play that. So just go off your gut instinct. Don't curse. Okay, Daniel. Um, <clears throat> according to the American Lung Association, Houston ranks number twelve as one of the worst cities in the country for air pollution. Kevin, my friend, would like to know. Why y'all so <laughs> why y'all so nasty down there? <laughs> so bad. Well, because people in Dallas like to use gasoline and chemicals, and we make. I can't believe he took the question seriously. Fair answer. So that's why you're so nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I couldn't help myself there. And then well, I that go. That is the question I've always had. Why, well, why, so, they, why are they so nasty down there? <laughs> so wrong. I love the way you ask it. It's as if you're reading it. I, I mean, I, you're I, kind I, of like a casual conversation. Like <laughs> my friend Kevin, why are y'all so nasty down there? Yeah. So at the same lunch table, <laughs> I ask a, a young lady uh, named Kendall, and um, I got I got this reaction of shock and awe. <laughs> I say cut. Just just all you the say, stuff. You all say the, whatever you want to. All the things okay. you need about me. Just let them okay, out. Okay. So just so, see. yeah, just let it mark. let it go. So okay, I got to do this without laughing. Um, according according to the American Lung Association, Houston ranks number 12 as one of the worst cities in the country for air pollution. Kevin would like to know, why y'all so nasty down there? <laughs> this is real. <laughs> so why y'all so nasty down here in Houston? This is not real. <laughs> You are joking with me. I'm not. This is re- this is legit. I'm a Dallasite asking a Houstonian why you why y'all so nasty. Oh <laughs> so I know I live from that Dallas, 40 miles north. Yeah. We're clean up here. So see, Suburban see that from the Woodlands, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, fine. See, Kendall was smart. The smart thing to do is just not engage with that at all. <laughs> yeah. Not engage. This is not real. <laughs> I think that's a like, lot. This cannot be real. No. And then <laughs> and then I went and I got two more for you and I'll I'll, I'll quit. But one, this is uh, one one of the absolute smartest guys that I, that I know, and um, he he takes me pretty serious. So so anyway, listen to to uh, my friend John here. That's what happens when there's someone who has an inferiority complex they think there's a rivalry I wouldn't even think there's a rivalry I don't think there is either okay so um, this is Kevin it says when you interview them you need to ask them this question say it's from Kevin according to the American Lung Association Houston ranks number 12 as one of the worst cities in the country for air pollution Kevin would like to know why y'all so nasty down there (laughs) that's the question why y'all so nasty down there uh, we have the refineries and we have uh, the port uh, that yeah. he gets to enjoy. Uh, I get to enjoy the goodies, port. But we have to deal with all the nonsense that comes out. Okay. So but port that's why is so enjoyable. Country, uh, as far away from that as I can. So y'all not so nasty. Okay. Excellent. Now, there was an answer of someone who might have questioned my mental stability if I'm <laughs> yeah. not if I if I'm reading the show notes correctly. Oh, yeah. So you 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 don't want to hear his legitimate answer. You want to hear his. Oh, did he answer? actually have a legitimate? No, no, answer. no. My my buddy Dr. Millbrook, he gave me two answers. His oh, fir- interesting. His first one was with some shock value. Well, I will be the judge of how legitimate 
Dr. Meadowbrook's answers okay. actually are. Okay. All right. So let me um, hold on. Uh, there we go. Here's here's Dr. Middlebrook's legitimate shocked answer. Shocked answer. Yeah. Okay, I'm here with Dr. Middlebrook. All right, Dr. Middlebrook, here's the question. According to the American Lung Association, Houston ranks number 12 as one of the worst cities in the country for air pollution. Kevin would like to know why y'all so nasty down there? <laughs> That's a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> Refineries, baby. Well, terrible I, refineries. Oh, okay. Make the economy go around. But but the real question is, what makes him think he's not? <laughs> All right. So Kevin's nasty and Houston's not. Yeah, you're fine though, Kyle. Okay. You're, right. you're fine. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Yeah. So uh, so that's that was an, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's enough. That's enough. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he was he was saying you're nasty even for asking that. So he he got all it. right. Coming up after the break, special guest Dr. Middlebrook. <laughs> well, no, he he's got and he's got a, a long history of, of with Texas heritage. So we ought to we ought to bring him on someday. We should absolutely. Uh, and he's he's one of the four guys that actually listens to this. So <laughs> shout out to Dr. Shout Middlebrook. Out. Love you, baby. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so that's enough with the, the real audio. Uh, so give me a wireless mic and you heard people kind of chiming in cause I'm asking him that as we're walking down the hall, coming back from lunch. Nice. And you know, here you hear people golf coach, you know, you know, yell it in from the background and, and you run this hospital, right? And no, it's a corporate office. For <laughs> <Okay>. so. <laughs> so yeah. So then my last, um, well, before we move just okay. real quick, what was your kind of general as a summary? What was your sense? Do they feel the rivalry? Do they not? Yes. Do they? Oh no, it's, it's real. It's, it's real. Absolutely real. And, and Mike, uh, the one who's talking about the guys with their name on their shirt, I think he nailed it the best. Yeah. Because of the Dallas show, because of the Cowboys' success in the 70s, there's always been this perception of Houston really should represent Texas in, in America, but Dallas always has. Mm-hmm. And there's this, you know, unfortunate rivalry between, you know, as the, the article says, you know, warring fraternal brothers yeah. you know, or whatever. But it's more like a family rivalry. Right. It's, you didn't get any true negative. It's kind of no. like a family. No. You know. It is. It's like that. It's like, I don't hate you. You just bother me because you're my brother. And so, I don't want to see you other than Christmas, Easter, major holidays. Other than that, leave yeah. me alone. Type well, of it's, thing. it's like my twin 14-year-old boys, how they just fight and they just drive each other crazy. They love each other, but they drive each other crazy. And it's like that almost. Got it. Yeah. Very so, good. Okay, so then I came up with this other thing, and I want to share with you yet another theory. And I know my ADD medicine is probably off. Oh, it's way off. But I came up with this theory, and I was thinking about, okay, if you live in New Jersey or Toledo, Ohio, or Detroit or whatever, and you say, hey, Texas sounds pretty cool. I like Kevin and Kyle. I've been listening to them for months and months now. This is amazing. I want to move down there because Texas sounds. I think there is a huge funnel of people moving to Texas just because of this podcast. That's so, fantastic. So I'm glad you're getting this on the table well, right now. I'm just glad that we can help. <laughs> this is a community benefit that we're offering. That's right. <laughs> so, anyway, enough of that. So it's like your, your Perel commercial. Enough you know, of that. I told two friends. And, and they told two friends. And, <laughs> and so, so on. And so, so on. And so yeah. So it's like that. So our Toledo friends who are thinking about this, I came up with this joy of life predictive model. 
Okay. Okay. And so I thought about it and I put all of this stuff in, in kind of this funneling, these analytics in this funnel. You ran analytics on it. Well, I, I have a model now that I can run through it. And so I'm asking our friends out there, who the four, four buddies that listen to this, if you've got ideas on how to take this to the next level, I'm ready because I've got my predictive model on joy of life ready to go. And so the way you do it is you put together two kind of base things, and they're really controllable factors and non-controllable factors or variables. And the non-controllable ones are around – Crime rate, you know, the cost of living, the tax structure, gotcha. things of that. Things nature. that are out of your control. Non-controllable. Yeah. The the controllable things are more along the lines of what we've been talking about with the blue zone, the Maslow's oh. hierarchy of needs, things of that. So you think about remember Maslow's and we, we mm-hmm. all learned it in psychology and yep. whatever. Well, anyway, you've got kind of the base layers, which are I need to protect myself and have you know air and food and whatever so that mm-hmm. I can live. And then you go up to security and then you go up to esteem and kind of quality of life factors. Right. Well, the blue zone, it's the same kind of thing. You, you have these quality of life factors that kind of play in. And so I was thinking, okay, well, if you put all these analytics into the kind of this handheld app or whatever, and you're like, okay, I'm interested in moving from Toledo, Ohio to Frisco, Texas, or the Woodlands, Texas, or whatever, you know, Shirts, Texas, outside of San Antonio, then I'm going to put in that city or that zip code, and I'm going to compare between the two. And out of this app that drives through these questions that are go through kind of this funneling of non-controllable and controllable variables, it basically can help me predict where I'm ultimately going to have more joy of life. I like it. And so then I've got, it's a contrapositive, positive way to do it, where you have to go positive and then negative and then positive and negative that's the the uh, and I, i've drawn all this out and the way you do it is you look at okay well what are the lower crime rates between toledo and frisco okay the lower age expect or the longer age expectancy the lower cost of living the higher so this earning is just potential. comparing the city that you're in to the city where you're thinking of moving to in texas right it's and not comparing dallas versus houston on these well, factors that's, I mean, you could plug those two cities into the app, obviously, and do that. That's right. Okay. That's right. And so, but I think what you probably end up having to do is on the non-controllable is you basically take every zip in the country, plug it through this, and then that's got its own thing. And then you plug your own kind of life factors into it and your esteem needs and your social needs and your church needs and your faith and all this other, you plug all that in. I and love it, it. It basically says, here's the joy of life predictor for you're probably going to be better off if you live in. Toledo versus Frisco. So if I'm in Toledo and I plug in Toledo versus Dallas yeah. and look at that, and then right. I do Toledo versus Houston and look right. at that, which one wins? Right. That's right. No, I'm asking you, which I one? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's all a matter of those analytics. So I'm saying it's a theory. You have the model. I have the uh, okay. model. No, I, okay, I got you. I need I some you. genius that knows how to do big, big data to come behind me, and then a, basically a psychiatrist that knows how to take the higher levels of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs <laughs> and those kind of ethereal blue zone qualities and funnel them in. So well, that, I can help you with the big data side of it, but... I'm no psychologist. Well, I can't help you on that. I've side. read some books. I know enough. <laughs> we'll just wing that part. <laughs> yeah. We'll just wing it. <laughs> yeah, I know enough. It's all good. I'm sure we can make that up. So anyway, hopefully we can 
We can put out an app that will help you with your own joy of life predictions. How to be a Texan app. <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> Available go. in the iTunes store. Yeah, that's right. So Coming anyway. Soon. All right. So back to the, the, the bottom line is um, I do think that there are there is a healthy rivalry between Houston and Dallas. I think that's kind of what we would just wanted to acknowledge today. We don't really have any cold, hard facts on it. I don't think, you know, unless you have anything. No, but. it's just a cultural right. thing. It's like yeah. a family rivalry. Right. Yeah. But if you if you look at the quality of life in both, I think they're very high. We've always talked about, you know, we talked about, well, yeah, traffic exists in both, but there's also great job growth. There's great, you know, lifestyles yep. in both. Uh, they're very different from a geographic perspective. You know, you've got down by the coast and, you know, the port versus just kind of flat land. And yep. People ask, why do you live in Dallas? Well, you know, and I don't live in Dallas, but we live out in the suburbs. But I, I, I do have one question for you. Yeah. As you were asking the question and saying that Houston ranks 12th on the list, did anybody ask you, where does Dallas rank on this list? <laughs> they never did. <laughs> and that's your little catch. Never. Uh-uh. I mean, we are, they are so much higher on the list because the higher you are on the list, the more polluted you are. Is that right? Yes. They well, are so much higher. Than well, let us. me just ask. They were number 12. Okay. God, that's, that's, that's disgusting. Horrible. Well, then where does Dallas? I'm sure Dallas is way down. We're all the way down at 13. <laughs> <laughs> you trickster. <laughs> you trickster. Uh, wow. I just was hoping somebody would ask. Nobody did. Leave it to a bunch of Houstons to not even ask oh, the follow gosh. the most logical, easy tee up follow up question possible. Yeah, yeah. They should no. They just went after you personally. <laughs> <laughs> this guy must be insane. Yeah, I question his mental confidence. What kind of a sick mind would come up with that? <laughs> that guy's the nasty one. Clearly, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. All well, right. very good. Well, I enjoyed this. So uh, I, you know, I do think there's they're both great places to live, but there is certainly in family rivalry between the two cities so very good anyway appreciate uh, y'all listening to us and uh and let us know if you have any great ideas or if you got any predictions on my joy of life predictive analytical model i'd love to have <laughs> that's amazing some help on that well, we'll start a whole new podcast on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some legs i'm telling predictive you predictive analytics on joy of life that's right i'm hey, if we can predict that then there you go i'm making a million bucks or something yeah. But I agree. Houston's awesome. Great yeah. town. Love to go down there and visit. Don't want to live there, but it's awesome to go <laughs> hang out with the folks. So biased. Major contributions to the world. Love you, Houston. Shout out yeah. to Houston. Shout out Houston. Uh, we didn't even talk about NASA. We got rockets and stuff down That's there. a separate episode. Oh, Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Got rockets and stuff. Got rockets. The <laughs> <laughs> smart propeller heads down there. Hurt. <laughs> anyway. All right. Okay. All right. Well, hey, thank y'all, and uh, talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye.